0: Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 through 22. The letter from Jesus to the church at Laodicea. We are blessed, you and I, because it says in Revelation, blessed is he or she who reads the words of this book out loud, and blessed are all those who hear it. So we're double blessed here. Verse 14, And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Amen. So this is the last of the letters to the seven churches and this one's to the church at Laodicea. It's addressed to the angel of the church which would be the pastor. And he says the one writing these are the words of the Amen and the Amen is the A is capitalized and that refers to God's sovereignty. Jesus is God. And he's sovereign. He says he's the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. Uh, From John 1, 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. So Jesus is identifying who this is, writing the letter to him. It's God. He said, I know your works. Again, he confirms to us that as vast as the earth is and as vast as the number of peoples, six or seven billion or so, yet, yet, God is aware of what's going on in your life, in my life, in your local church, in local churches around the world. And he says to them in a way, by way of condemnation, by telling them that they're not where they need to be. He said, you're not hot and you're not cold. I wish that you were one or the other. If you were hot for Christ, then I would commend you. And if you were cold, I could just simply cast you aside. But because you're neither, I'm just going to spit you out of my mouth. In other words, I'm not going to... I'm not going to do anything with you right now. We're going to see in a minute he's going to invite them to come back. He says, you say I am rich. <clears throat> this area was rich for several different reasons. Uh, there was a, a salve there that, in that area that was used to treat diseases of the eye and several things that made these people stand out. But he said, you think you're rich, but the truth is in reality in what really counts, he said, you're not rich at all. You're wretched, you're pitiable, you're poor, blind, and naked. You you don't have anything. You don't know what you're talking about. He said, instead, I'm advising you to buy that which is refined by fire so that you may be rich in white garments. In other words, put your trust in Jesus Christ, not in the things of this world. That the people he were writing to, was writing to at least predominantly, if not completely, were not in Christ. They were they were in church and they were into religion, but they were not in Christ. He said you need to get the white garments to cover your nakedness. And the white garments were clothed with the righteousness of Christ, uh, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And and take some of that salve and open your own eyes so that you can see because you need to see what your true condition is. And then he gives them a word of encouragement them, by way of saying, You know, I'm I'm getting on you. I'm I'm getting on your case, but you need to know this is because I love you. Those I love I will discipline. So you need to get serious, you need to be zealous, you need to be all in. You need to repent and turn to God and receive the new birth, the birth that is in Christ Jesus. Then he proclaims to them those very well-known words, uh, both the words and the picture that You see in so many places that depicts these words, the picture that shows a figure, supposedly Jesus, standing outside a door, and there's no latch on the outside of the door because the person has to open it. Uh, Not that that's something they do, but they have to receive the gift, for it is by grace, a gift from God, through faith that you are saved. Our faith is trusting in Jesus So that's receiving the gift of eternal life by transferring our faith from ourselves or things of this world to the one true Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, I'm standing at this door knocking and if any of you will hear my voice and open the door, if you'll open your heart and receive me by faith, I will come in and be with you and you will be with me. And he says to the one who conquers and again, as we said earlier, conquering means in Christ Jesus, not in our strength, by being born again in the name of Jesus, the one who conquers. I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, just like I sat down with my father on his throne. And then he again repeats once once again, if you have ears, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what the Spirit of Christ is saying because this is of utmost importance. The letters to the churches, the seven churches, represent letters written in that time for specific purposes, yet there is a um, overall application and representation of what it's like in the churches in the world today and in every age that's come. And so there is... There is much here for us to embrace and to cling to because he has given us um, clear clear direction as to how uh, to be right with God and to turn from the ways of religion and the ways of the world to open the door to the one true Savior, Jesus Christ, who is himself the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Amen. God bless you.